In the beginning, there was darkness. A void waiting to be filled with the echoes of destiny. From the depths of time, legends emerged. Heroes forged in the fires of adversity, their stories etched in the fabric of eternity. Through the sands of ancient deserts, across the vast expanse of galaxies, and amidst the tumultuous waves of the ocean, their journeys began. But amidst the chaos, there arose a whisper, a call to action, a beacon of hope. Now, as the world holds its breath, a new tale unfolds, a story of courage, of triumph against all odds. Join us as we delve into the depths of imagination, as we embark on a journey beyond the realms of possibility. For in every tale lies a lesson, in every legend a truth waiting to be discovered. This is not just a podcast. This is an odyssey, a quest for knowledge, a quest for inspiration, a quest for the very essence of what it means to be human. Welcome, dear listeners, to a world of infinite possibilities. Welcome, dear listeners, to the True Life Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the True Life Podcast. I am hopeful that your morning is starting well. If it's the afternoon or evening, I am hopeful that your day has gone by in a suitable fashion and is currently getting better. I like to believe that it's always getting better with just a few speed bumps from time to time. Big day, Friday, big day. Availability of George's new book. Terror Before the Sacred. If you get a chance, check it out on Amazon. Shameless plug on my part. I get it. My first book. I'm super excited, so thank you for letting me get that out there. Let's go ahead and start some things off right here. I want to know what you're thinking about these quotes. So I'm going to read a few off to you, and then I want you to let them roll around in your head. Okay? The fallacy of misplaced concreteness. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Thought cannot go anywhere without a linguistic roadmap. All right. Let's start with the first one. The fallacy of misplaced concreteness. The fallacy of misplaced concreteness. The fallacy of misplaced concreteness. What do you think about that? What do you think? Well, what I think about it, in my mind, it makes me think of Copernicus or Galileo and how at their time the fallacy was that the world was flat And it was concrete because everybody believed it. It was the narrative. It was the idea of the collective unconscious that this is how it is. And that's the facts. Nothing but the facts, ma'am. Just the Joe Friday version of the truth. But it was misplaced. Those weren't the facts. It wasn't the truth. 
And that begs the question, what is truth? Is truth the actual reality of the situation or is truth what the majority of people believe? And what does that mean? Does that mean that all you have to do is get the majority of people to believe something and then that actual thing becomes true? Because if that is the truth, because if what we perceive to be the truth of reality is just the illusion of the masses, then in fact, the majority of truth is the fallacy of misplaced concreteness. And I would argue that is the truth. You see, it's not about reality. It's about perception thereof. What you perceive, what the mass adoption of perceived reality is, and this brings us all the way back to the social engineering of not only the American mind, not only the European mind, but the mind of the masses. I believe that's what you're seeing today is a breakdown of the narrative. You are seeing a hammer strike the fallacy of misplaced concreteness. And the concrete is cracking and breaking all around us. And our government officials, our CEOs, and our large corporations cannot pour enough concrete into the cracks. Not all the king's horses and not all the king's men will ever put this false reality back again. I argue that what we're seeing today is a form of freedom. And the only way the people in positions of authority and power can continue to have that authority and power is to confuse and obfuscate and divide and conquer. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. Tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. What does that mean to you? Well, first we need to dive down a bit below the surface to understand what are tactics? What is strategy? Well, tactics are part of strategy. Tactics are a short-term set of actions that make up a strategy. You have a long-term plan, and then you have incremental steps on how to make that plan happen. The long-term plan would be the strategy, and the incremental steps would be the tactics one employs to make that strategy happen. Can you have a winning strategy with poor tactics? It's uncommon, but some of your tactics could be wrong and you could still have a good strategy. This comes to us from our Sun Tzu, the art of war. Think about your life. Do you have a strategy? Do you have a grand strategy? What are your tactics? What are the little things you're doing? What is your 10-year goal? 
What is your five-year goal? Where do you want to be? Once you figure out the strategy, then you, be, then you can begin taking the steps to obtain that strategy. So tactics without strategy is the noise before defeat. You see, if you have all these little things you're going to do, but you don't have a grand strategy, well, without an aim, you're not going to hit anything. Does that make sense? So think about, I want everybody to think about, for a moment, one thing that you would like to have in five years, okay? It can be a new car. It could be a relationship. It could be retirement. It could be $10,000. It could be whatever it is you want it to be within reason. Don't, don't say I want a bazillion dollars or something crazy. Think about something you could get in five years. And I want you to close your eyes and vividly imagine that thing. And once you've done that, once you can close your eyes and see yourself getting into the new car, leaning over and kissing the person in your new relationship, seeing the comma and the zeros in your bank account, once you can vividly imagine it, you've created the strategy. Okay, you, you've created the idea. Now think about your strategy. Well, I want to work harder. I want to be more disciplined. I want to be more focused. Okay? Now, how are you going to achieve that? Well, I'm going to get up an hour earlier. I'm going to go to bed an hour earlier so I can be fresh. I'm going to work out an extra 20 minutes. I am going to study about relationships for two hours a week. I am going to take more chances. See, these are all different tactics you can utilize to get to the strategy and hopefully the end result of that strategy. Thought cannot go somewhere. Thought cannot go anywhere without a linguistic roadmap. Thought cannot go anywhere without a linguistic roadmap. What does that mean? Well, I find linguistics and language and communication to be fascinating. The more that you read, the more that you learn about other languages, the more that you learn about people, the more you learn about communication. And communication is something we do not only with other people, with all parts of our body, with our pheromones and with our smiles, with our language and our words. But all day long, we're communicating with ourselves. Thinking about thinking is called metacognition. And this is a form of communication with yourself. And we've already agreed in a previous podcast that you didn't come into this world, you came out of it. So you, having thoughts or time with yourself to communicate, is a way of you communicating with the world around you, making sense of it. And so, what is it that I mean about thoughts can't go somewhere without a linguistic roadmap? What I mean is you can think about something, but if you can't put it into words, you can't put it into action. You might say to yourself, well, that's not true, George. Sometimes I just think about stuff and I do it without ever saying anything about it. 
Well, true. But in your mind, you have decoded those electric impulses into an action plan. So you have created a sort of linguistic roadmap. You've created this thing. Here's a fun experiment you can do right now with me to show you one way or to show you something that I think is pretty interesting. There's no real... Have you ever heard the quote, there's nothing new under the sun? Okay, let me try to prove this to you. I want you to think about a fictional monster. I want you to make it scary. So think about it for just a few seconds, and when you're done, I want you to say it out loud. Okay, so let's take just a few seconds, and then I'm going to tell you my fictional monster. Okay, great. My monster has giant pterodactyl wings with these crazy like Doberman pincher ears that have been elongated and it has four rows of teeth. The first row of teeth look like a giant fangs like a vampire, like the incisors come down. And then the second row of teeth are like a shark's teeth. And then it has like two more rows of teeth by its throat, which is kind of like Remember how Jabba the Hutt would throw those people off, off his little barge into the sand? You know, like that sand worm thing, wherever they throw them in those pits and they get digested. And it has giant wings like a dragon. And it has the feet and the legs and the body of a giant lion. And it's 20 feet tall. Okay, while that might be a fictional monster that no one's ever heard of before, it's not really original, right? Everything I've named was part of a different animal that was already in my consciousness. I took the teeth from a shark, from a vampire, from a Star Wars movie. I took wings from a bird. I took the body of a lion. So I didn't really come up with anything new. What I did do is put old things in a different order. And that's what I mean by there's nothing new under the sun. You can take parts or things from bag A, bag B, bag C, bag D, and you can put them in a different order to come up with a different process. But is that truly something new? I think the answer is kind of. You can have a new idea. In fact, you can only have a new idea by rearranging old ideas. So if you, let's, let's take it back to pattern recognition. Let's just take it back to patterns. There's all these patterns out there, and you can break those patterns down and reassemble them in a different order. The first will be the last, and the last will be the first. You see, this is how you get to something new. In fact, it is this process of thinking that leads us as people to revelations. This is how you come up with a revolutionary idea. It's how you restructure society, not by tearing everything down and creating something new. You can't do that. 
but you can rebuild things by putting them in different orders. Usually, the greatest ideas that transform mankind are not original, new, shiny objects. It's usually, I took this part of the idea and I moved it over there. You just change the order of the idea. You change the linguistic pathway in order to make action possible. That's what that particular quote means to me. Does that kind of make sense? The the words are different, but the music is the same. I think that's a pretty elegant way of putting it. The words are different, but the music is the same. So... I hope everybody has a fantastic Friday. I want you to think about the linguistic pathway that you use to free your mind of the thought process. I want you to think about the tactics you use in order to create your grand strategy. And I want you to think about the fallacy of misplaced concreteness. Those are the three pillars for today. I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy your life and those around you and know that I'm thinking about you. And the terror before the sacred, terror before the sacred, terror before the sacred is a brilliant new book by George Monty. You can check it out on Amazon. I'll put the links in the show notes. Thank you to each and every one of you. I love you. Aloha. Let's get up and get out. Hello everyone, 
Thanks for taking a moment to hang out with me in the True Life Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you're taking some time to listen to this, whether it's your first podcast with me or you've been with me the whole way, I truly want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Additionally, I would like to try to inspire everyone. The world is a crazy place. And if you listen to your heart and you take some chances, I really think the world will unfold in front of you in ways you can't imagine. I've been doing the podcast for about five years. Last year, I decided to take the plunge. Well, circumstances dictated that I took the plunge. And I did. I've begun working on the podcast full-time for almost a year now. And it's been so rewarding to me that I just want to try and inspire other people. If you have a dream, if you have a vision, follow the voice in your heart. Listen to the song on the wind and embrace the challenge. I think you're strong enough, you're smart enough, and you're good enough to make your dreams come true. But you have to believe in them. And I truly believe wholeheartedly that if you take a chance, a real chance on what is possible, then your dreams will unfold in front of you. Uncertainty can be a monster. It can be something that we run away from. But much like fear, if you stand in front of it, it's not that big of a problem. I know everyone listening to this has a dream and a vision, and I hope you all conquer it. And I want you to know it's possible. Take baby steps and move towards it, and you will get closer to it. Your relationships will be better. Your life will be better. And you know what? You deserve it. You're an amazing person. If you get a moment, go down to the show notes. If you can, support the show. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get to it.